Episode 215 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast, the only English-speaking podcast about the Disney parks in Asia, I think, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland, and other places around Asia that you might want to visit. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us basically under the umbrella of TDR Explorer, with the main base being tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, everywhere under TDR Explorer, and on facebook.com slash TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia. Uh, I take photos at the theme parks when there's not a pandemic. And <laughs> with me, as always, is the charismatic <laughs> Chris. <laughs> hey. Hi. Hey. Hi. How are you? Um, b- Bored. <laughs> not not yeah. with this podcast with being inside Just, all the time <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you this is like the highlight of the week for me <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's just we haven't even seen each other in person for oh i don't God. even know how long i think it's almost point. a year and, and we live in the same bloody city yeah it's crazy well, um, for those of you that don't know, I am Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I don't know. What am I doing? What am I doing with life? What is life at this point? I don't really know. Are you eating popcorn? Know. We were talking about popcorn <gasps> and yeah, we were. We, how we wanted to watch movies, but we, I mean, we can, but we shouldn't. Right. But like, especially if we can't eat popcorn, because that's one of the best parts. And so are you, are you watching movies at home and, and making, popping your own popcorn? I am. Yes. I am. Okay. Yeah. So in Japan, right? Uh, for those that don't know, we're in a state of emergency, which is kind of a loosey goosey way of saying, uh, please don't go anywhere. And we're, we're going to close things early. And that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Uh, we won't go into any more details than that because we don't want to get into that. That's a whole other thing movie theaters we're not allowed to eat popcorn in the movie theaters that's just like the theaters are open but we're not allowed to have popcorn and for me and for you too patricia yes that's like one of the like highlights is having that buttery delicious salty crunchy popcorn and if i can't have that i i mean what's the point what is the point of life <laughs> really? seriously and it's not like there's a lot of fantastic movies coming out right now i know wonder woman just came out and some people either you loved it or you hated it and i haven't seen it yet and i don't really plan on seeing it because most friends that have seen it already in other countries said it's not that great so mm, everything am i gonna go probably not everything's postponed anyway everything's postponed or canceled so like soul or soulful world was i guess canceled I i i still have hope because at XPRE, they do show Disney movies after they've already come out. So I do have hope that we'll get to see it in the cinema here one day. But we can watch it on Disney+, Plus, right? So we can watch that at home. Um, I, right. You and me, we love horror movies. And I was mm-hmm. so excited to see Freaky. 
I want to, oh, right? I want to see that. It was so supposed bad. to come out on the 15th. And I was like, why Here? am I not seeing? I was going to go. I was going to risk my life <laughs> to watch a, a dumb uh, horror movie. And it was nowhere because it's been postponed. So it is going to come out, just not right now. Um, I right. know the Evangelion movie was like a really big uh, movie oh, that was yeah. going to come out. And that's been postponed as well, right? There's so. just... You know, a lot, a lot of things are uh, um, up in the air. Right. And, of course. I, I um, mean, yeah, it's that it's, you know, it's a pandemic. So I mean, and before, yeah. you know, I, I'm sure most of um, our fellow explorers who listen to the podcast know what this podcast is about. But if you're just tuning in, just remember, this is a theme park travel podcast. Yes. Uh, we're not going to get into the the depths of you know, this, this pandemic that's happening in the world, like, yes, theme parks are very much a very first world problem. We, we know that, but that's what this podcast is about. So we're going to stick to that. Yeah. And you know what? (laughs) Um, Maybe we're sick of talking about the pandemic. Maybe we want to talk (laughs) about some magic and pixie dust dreams. Okay. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's not that we're ignoring that. It's just, we're just, staying on topic here there's so many other places you can listen to that stuff but um yeah movies right Uh, i love the movies so much i I haven't even seen the kimetsu kimetsu no yaiba the demon slayer movie yet like it came out what october no it's still showing it's still showing showing. Uh, yeah uh i like i'm still obsessed with it i love it i even went to my local dollar store uh-huh. that's nearby and there's like demon slayer hand sanitizer little pouches and stuff which are so cute and they sold out because i was actually gonna buy the zenitsu <gasps> shut one. up not zenitsu he's the worst i know that's why i love him because he's just so irritating <laughs> just one of the most irritating characters ever and oh then God. there's sports towels and stuff now on sale and all this stuff so i'm I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just trying to grasp <laughs> whatever kind of joy I can when I have to go out and buy groceries and stuff. Like it's uh, this dollar store is attached to a grocery store, so I mean it's easy to go in there. Do you use um, Mercari? No, I don't. <gasps> okay, so this might be a bad advice, but Mercari is amazing. You can find anything. Like anything. So like, let's say whether it's like Wedgwood ceramics to Kimetsu no Yaiba, (laughs) you can find anything and it's secondhand. So like, let's say you want that Zenitsu hand sanitizer for sure. Someone's selling it on there. And I I doubt it. Different prices. (laughs) Some of them ridiculously cheap and it comes to your house super fast. It's amazing. And anything oh. that you can want, they sell there. Right. You gotta sign up, especially because like, it's the pandemic, and you can I feel that's anything. Be it's all at your fingertips. Right. Uh, I feel like uh, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. Well, speaking of, I guess buying stuff, um, I'm gonna plug this uh, new videos. Well, I, I shouldn't say it's new. Um, I'm just trying something different in terms of formatting on YouTube, where I'm doing shorter form merchandise videos for Tokyo Disney Resort on YouTube because I started doing the longer form ones because 
you know, everything you read and whatnot, the advice you hear, you should have longer YouTube videos because YouTube likes people to be on the platform longer. So the longer your videos are, as long as you keep people's attention, you know, it, it just works out better. And I tried doing these hour long merchandise videos and it just became way too overwhelming to do. Mm. Cause there's just so much merchandise. So I thought, you know what, let's just try and make it more bite-sized, a little more easier to consume. So I'm trying that for the next little bit. Um, I'm trying to keep the videos under 10 minutes. Okay. And just kind of showing the new merchandise at Tokyo Disney. And I, I, I want to try other places as well, not just Tokyo Disney. That's something that I'm trying. You can head on. It's, it's on YouTube under TDR Explorer. I've already, by the time you listen to this podcast, I'm sure I have like three or four already up there. So you can go and uh, check that out. Will will the explorers get to see the new Disney store merch of Chippendale dressed as strawberries? <gasps> because it's amazing. You kind of yeah, that's the second one. <laughs> yes. I, I actually already re- I I already recorded that and I'm actually editing it. It's so cute. Go check it then. Go check you it, you guys, it. because it is Super ridiculous. Uh, I know. Leave it. Leave it to Japan to have like really cute merchandise. It's ridiculous i love it all so we should probably start talking about our main topic for today but before we do that i want to plug our patreon if you want to support the show because our lovely editor we have to pay her because she does such wonderful work to make sure we sound fantastic you can head on over to patreon.com slash tdr now to support the show and we have different perks and one of them is the the $2 level where you can get access to our newest episodes before everybody else. So if you want to hear us before it goes public on Spotify and Apple, Stitcher, those places, just head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now and you can support the show because we really, we really do appreciate it. We really do. Again, patreon.com slash TDR now. So, standby pass. I feel like, oh my god, I feel like Tokyo Disney is almost turning into Walt Disney World in terms of you have to have a PhD to be able to like figure out what is going on. Do you remember when things used to be like so easy? You would just show up, right. you could get a fast pass if you wanted. If you didn't want to, you didn't have to. You didn't need a reservation to go into shops <laughs> or restaurants. And um, yeah, I you know it's funny because. I don't know the titles on the actual like podcast like listing, but it's called What's the Standby Pass at Tokyo Disneyland? And even I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I've heard like different stories from different people. And I haven't been to the park since the Beauty and the Beast Land opened. So I have no idea how this works. For myself, uh, I haven't been able to use it yet. But I've had friends that have used it, so I've asked them. And right now, it's just very hard to visit the parks, and we probably we we, we shouldn't be going anyway. Right. Capacity has been reduced, and tickets are just really hard to buy across the board. So I just haven't gone yet. You know, that's just how it is. The reason why we're talking about the standby pass is because I think this is a system that they're going to keep at least for the next few years. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why I say that is because 
the company has gone through the effort of translating it into English. Oh man, if they did that, you know they're keeping it for a while. Yeah, so kind of through this whole thing in the last year, so many changes have come to Tokyo Disney Resort, and some stuff has been translated into multiple languages, while some have been just left in Japanese. So just kind of keeping an eye on everything, it seems like the stuff that's only in Japanese, the company knows it's going to change. So why put in the effort to translate into English when, for just to kind of keep things simple, there's no tourists right now, right? Mm-hmm. So why go through that effort of multiple languages? So seeing them translate things into multiple languages, English is especially since, you know, that's what we're speaking right now, that says, okay, we're putting money into this. We're going to keep it for a while. So it's kind of worthwhile talking about. I think so. And also, I just want to uh, reiterate too, what we talk about now could change in the future. So just kind of keep that in mind. But we're just trying to give like an overall view of how this works and not going too specific because the details are going to change. So there's no point in talking about exact hours and things like that because I just I don't think it's worth it. It's going to change. So it's better to just give an overall like explanation of how this stuff works. And not just even the future, but even it could change seasonally. Right. We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. We yeah, like it's new, right? Mm-hmm. It's brand new. So we don't know how this is going to work in the long term. So I guess just to kind of start it off. Uh, so the standby pass is effectively a digital fast pass to ride specific attractions. Now, this isn't for all attractions. This is mainly for, from what I can tell, previous fast pass attractions because fast pass is not happening right now and we have no idea when it's coming back mm-hmm. no idea so the standby pass means you go into the official tokyo disney resort app when you're in the park and you reserve a time slot for a specific attraction you can't change that time slot no you basically you'd have to cancel it and re reapply or whatever if there's something available okay so you can reapply if you need to. If it's available, yeah. Okay. So that's how that works. And it's effectively a fast pass is what it is. But the the difference is there's no standby line. So if you don't have a standby pass, you can't get into the standby line. So it's effectively Okay. Here. It's effectively fast pass only if you want to kind of think of it think of it in that terms. Except And again, I know things are changing, but my friend went, I believe it was late December, and she said she was able to get into a standby line for Toy Story Story Mania. And this is where it gets confusing. Exactly. That's (laughs) where it gets confusing. The standby pass is only for specific time frames. Okay. And for specific attractions. So some attractions are standby pass open to close, while others are standby pass for maybe two hours after the park opens and an hour or two before the park closes. Why is it like this? (laughs) 
so those time frames where it's not like there there's no standby pass needed it's just regular standby okay so you can get into the line okay without a standby pass it's really confusing and you can only use one as, as one far as i know time. one per day per attraction yes so and mm. like let's say okay this is from what I this is from what I heard. So tell me if I'm wrong or not. So let's say there's two attractions. There's Toy Story Mania and Soaring. You can only mm-hmm. apply for one of them, right? Or am I wrong? That was the case before, but they've changed That's it. That's so confusing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So now you can apply. You can do both. You can do both, not just apply for both. Yes. You can do both. Okay. As long as there's passes available, you can do them. Is there okay. So when you say as long as there's passes available is so with the old fast pass system, once you get a fast pass, you had to wait either a certain amount of time or until you rode the attraction until you could get an other one. Is that the case with the standby pass? So like, let's say you wanted to do both Toy Story Mania and soaring. Let's say you got a soaring pass, but you can't you your soaring passes for like, let's say six o'clock or something like that in the evening. When could you apply? for a Toy Story Mania pass, or would you have to wait until you had already written Soaring to apply for that Toy Story Mania pass? Or could you apply earlier? So my understanding is it works like the digital fast pass. So it's it's one or the other. It's either uh, you can get another, another standby pass after you rode another attraction that you had a standby pass for, or if the standby pass is so far out, you just have to wait. I think it's like an hour or two hours or whatever, like whatever that window is. Okay. So it's not too different. Yeah. So it's, it's still kind of like a digital fast pass. Okay. Yeah. It's, this is so confusing to, to like explain because it's sort of the same, but not really. And like, the thing is like, okay. So like Disney, Disney maniacs or Disney fans (laughs) will understand what we're talking about completely. I wonder for people that aren't used to going to Disney, it must be so difficult, right? Don't you think so? Because I feel like even for us that are like used to it, like trying to figure it out, it's like, okay, so can you do this? Can you do that? Okay, so what's the rule for this? And we, but we can pick it up fairly quickly while we're talking about it right now right but i wonder for people that are like not like maybe they go to disney once maybe they've been there when they were a kid one time and they they wanted to go now or maybe they've never been to disney i wonder what it's like trying to figure out the system i bet it's frustrating like very frustrating very confusing because on top of the standby pass there's still the entry request is that still here (laughs) For the new attractions of Beauty and the Beast, Baymax, and Mini Style Studio over at Tokyo Disneyland. Okay. Unless it's off-season during the emergency declaration. Yeah. In which case, now you can work on. (laughs) Everything that we just talked about, they turned that system off. They turned off standby pass. They turned off entry request system because the parks are so empty right now because, well... Like you said, combination of this is the slowest time of the year anyway, uh-huh. even in a normal time. This is a very slow time of the year. January, February are usually the slowest times at the park 
because we're in the middle of winter. It's cold. It's so cold. People don't want to go out. Like it's you know, it turns into one degree, like mm-hmm. one like one degree Celsius in the evening, and it's windy because we're right on the ocean. It's just not pleasant, right? So during normal times, people just don't come anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we have this state of emergency again. So people are even there's even less people going out now. Right. People are being very cautious. So yeah, so you so okay, so I think and I think we can apply that to when COVID is over, right? So I think we can we can guess, we can assume possibly that during an off season or during something like if there's a typhoon day or something like that where there's very low attendance that the system mm. will be probably probably turn off. off and it's going to be something that's not going to be told ahead of time right. it's probably going to be decided on the day uh-huh so that's that's probably yeah that's a really good point in the future if they know like historically this is a slow day we're probably not going to turn it on or if there's a typhoon or the weather is terrible there's no need to have it so they're going to turn it off right so i, I we're we're in this really weird like well everything's weird right now yeah but we're in this weird phase where the parks are changing so quickly and they're just trying to figure out what's gonna like what's gonna work what's not gonna work we're we're just in this transition period right now so everything that we're talking about keep your ear to the ground of course we'll, we'll keep everyone informed as much as we can just don't stress about it too much if you're not living in japan yeah, like we said, don't worry about it yet. Don't worry because we, well, everything's up in the air. We don't know what the future is, right? Yeah. Okay. Wait. We before we move on, what attractions does this include? So I don't have an exhaustive list, but it's mostly uh, attractions that are fast, like were traditionally fast pass. Okay. So like the big ones include Pooh's Honey Hunt, Monsters Inc. Uh, Monsters, Inc., Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, Journey to the Center of the Earth, Indiana Jones, Tower of Terror, Toy Story Mania, Soaring, Fantastic Flight, those attractions. Um, that That's obviously not all of them, but it's it's mostly the Fast Pass attractions. So things that didn't have Fast Pass in the, in the past, they're still just standby only because they're pretty like easy throughput anyway. Okay, makes sense. Hard to say what's going to happen in the future, but I think right now the parks are trying to figure out how they're going to manage crowds going forward. Because let's face it, before this pandemic even hit, Tokyo Disney did have an issue with crowds. Yes. Crowds were crushing, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, It was hard. It was hard because it was a mix of crowds and there was very low cast members to deal with the crowds like the the guest control Mm -hmm. so it was a really difficult balance and on top of tokyo disneyland being a very locals heavy park Mm -hmm. the increase in tourism over the years also added to that to the crowds so something had to give at some point and this is i think this is it Mm -hmm. this is them figuring out how they're going to manage these lines, how they're going to manage these crowds. I guess this is the best time to do it, unfortunately. 
Um, it took a pandemic for, for us to start figuring this stuff out. Yeah, here. I think this was this was in the works. Like this isn't something yeah. that just come up with all of a sudden. This had already been, you know, coming. It's been it's been coming, and maybe they fast tracked it or something. Who knows? Like obviously, we have no idea. But yeah, like this stuff definitely would have been in, in the works for a while. You know, like, let's face it, Tokyo Disneyland, Tokyo Disney they're very popular parks. They're always in the top five most visited theme parks in the world every year. Mm-hmm. So something had to give at some point, And I think this is it. If you think about it, it's kind of um, in a way good for them for testing because it's not at full capacity right now. Like, yeah. well, I mean, especially right now, but like be- even before now, like even in December when there was a lot more people it it wasn't like what it would normally be up to, like at max capacity. So it's a good way for them to kind of work out the kinks before those crowds come back, right? Yeah, exactly. Because they even uh, kind of going off of what happened in Anaheim where they got rid of the, the current version of the annual pass system. Um, they did the same thing here in Tokyo like months ago. So they're also revamping our annual pass system. You know, it, it doesn't take a genius to realize that they're going to revamp it in a way to help curve the number of annual passes and also obviously pricing and stuff too. Like we know it's going to go up. Like if you want oh, the best pass, it's going to be very expensive. Because um, we had a good, we, you know, for a very long time, long passes time. were relatively cheap compared to the other disney parks yeah oh well i I should say the u.s parks i don't know much about the other no no, it was it was still like it used to be a really like we were talking about this like last week we were going through some of our old disney stuff and i was showing my son some of the old like the guidebooks when it used to actually be a book with like pages and i was like man the value that you used to get for your annual pass was insane it was so it was like you you would get so much for what you paid for and you know now that it's not the case anymore but it was incredible at that time like the live entertainment um the the atmosphere the cast like everything was like it blew anything out anything like anything out of the water compared to other theme parks you know what i mean and it was like such an amazing time you could go to Disneyland in the morning, watch the daytime version of the Halloween parade, then mosey on over to Disney Sea and watch uh, Mystic, uh, not Mystic. Oh my goodness, I'm the name is blanking on me. The oh my goodness, the show that ended in 2014, the the, the Harbor Show, the daytime show. Um, when we had daytime shows, there used to be yes. daytime Harbor shows. Uh, Why am I okay? This is bugging me. Why am I blanking? It's not mystic rhythms. It's rhythms. It's not rhythms of the world. Mystic. What is? Oh my! Oh, this is bothering me. Okay, I need to Google. I'm gonna cry. It's not mystic rhythms. It's not mystic rhythms. It's. Gosh darn it! I can't. (laughs) We should know this. The COVID brain fog, Chris. We need to go get tested. Both of us. Oh my goodness. Not good. I, I almost said Mystic Manor. That's an attraction at Hong Kong Disneyland. <laughs> I, wanted, I was going to say Rhythms of the World. I'm like, no. Legend of Mythica. Legend of Mythica. I had myth in it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> Legends of Mythica. You can watch the morning show, and then you could get in. Then you know, get your coveted spot for the uh, Halloween show at Disney Sea as well. The oh my goodness, I should have wrote this all out before we start talking. About well, you can stay in the same park all day. Like even when it had already started, to yeah. like like the entertainment was lessened. Like for let's say for the twenty fifth anniversary, which is a really good anniversary. That was like the last real anniversary they had they literally had five parades running in one day like it mysterious was, masquerade mysterious sorry that masquerade. that was the, the halloween right. show at disney sea like but, the pinnacle the pinnacle of entertainment at tokyo disney sea uh, like the golden amazing. era or um like let's say you bought let's say you bought it after six pass i think it was like four thousand yen you could go have dinner on the ss columbia they used to have a live uh, piano player playing music in the background you could go see big band beat or uh whatever show was playing at that time before going home have some live music entertainment ride an attraction and even that was worth it that was amazing and now the after six pass is like the price of what like a day pass used to be and it's like oh it's not it's not worth that much. it's not it's not that worth it to go you know what i mean so yeah. it's like it's changed over the years we used to have it so good we did. And unfortunately, that is very much in the past now. We're not going to go back to that. No. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Okay. Like even like even when I started going more regularly when I moved here in 2013, like even then there was like The Legend of Mythica and Big Band Beat mm-hmm. and Phantasmic. Dude, Big Band Beat was supposed to be a filler show. That was not meant to be permanent. Because what was supposed to go there after Encore was um, before Frozen became Frozen, it was supposed to be, uh, what is it called? The the Snow Queen, right? And right. that was the show that was supposed to go in the, the music theater. And Big Ben Beat was supposed to be filler. And you could kind of tell with the staging and everything, because like Encore had incredibly complex staging and so many live performers but big band beat was so popular because it was a really good show even though it was filler it was freaking amazing and they kept it same thing happened with a table is waiting Uh, that was yeah that was a seasonal show that was only supposed to be there one season and done but no they kept it for what seven eight years or something like that they did stop and then they brought it back yeah, because it was just so popular. People loved it so much. Yeah, I feel like the golden era for entertainment has passed. When they started repeating shows, that was the beginning of the end. That was what about twenty fifteen, right? I think. I think earlier when we started to see that pattern, it was still amazing. But they would start like, "Oh, this was popular, so we'll have it one more year," you know. But we mm. used to get each of those shows every year. Every season was different. Right. And then I, f- I felt like in 2020, when they did It's Very Mini, it was kind of a throwback to, okay, they're giving us something that we want. But then, they're, of course, they're profiting happened. off of nostalgia. They're like, here's the version of what you used to like. I mean, I'm kind of okay with that. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm it's okay better with than that. nothing, right? Yeah. Because the, the, the shows from before had such a good base. They had such yeah. a great music production. Although, out of the newer shows, 
the the Disney Sea Halloween show had amazing music. Mm-hmm, like they mm-hmm. went above and beyond without soundtrack. So, so good. every once in a while, you'll get like a little shining light. Even today, you know, like that soundtrack for that show. And they only did that show once so, so far. I mean, maybe we'll get it back again one day. But that soundtrack is so good. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're kind of, we've gotten really off the topic. We're off topic, but we're on I, I standby. Feel... We're on standby for, <laughs> for everything. I feel... I feel we're kind of like we're kind of in a like entering a different era for Tokyo Disney where everything is going towards expansions, not so much entertainment, but attractions and hotels and stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe in ten years from now, maybe we'll see entertainment come back. Who knows? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, there's always a chance management could change. So certainly, yeah. You never know because it's like a little roller coaster with theme parks, right? You remember when Disney World? <laughs> had that parade that they used to have that daytime parade forever. I'm like talking like what, like over a decade and it looks That's so like, run down and now they have like really great new attractions. Although, okay. I know, I know Disney, Disney people are like, are y'all, you think it's great new attractions? No, it's not, but no, they do. They have some really great attractions. They have like new like lands that they've expanded to, um, they've, they've done some good entertainment, you know? So, I mean, things, they go up and down, they go up and down. So. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of in the middle of that right now. Yeah. I think so too. And I think one day it might take a decade, but, um, or, or maybe not, who knows, maybe it'll be faster, but I think for sure it'll get better. So. Yeah. That's just how it works. Exactly. Right? You can't have it good all the time. You people. No. <laughs> Ebb and flow. That's pretty much what it and is. You know what's really, really great is that because there's competition, you have USJ and they've been pushing it. They have been killing it with entertainment and the land expansion and, and ride technology and everything. And I think that's, of course, going to push uh, Disney, which is amazing, which is great. When we have competition, that that everybody wins, right? Oh, yeah. Again, going off topic, but whatever. USJ's entertainment it's amazing. is so good, because even those, now. Because people used to work for, you know, for the for Disney over here. The one of the 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 daytime shows right now is the Power of Pop UK. That show is so good. It's so simple. All they're doing is just doing covers of pop songs, but it works. It's, it's atmosphere. It's so good. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it's just it just adds to the atmosphere. And then there's also the um, I think it's called East Meets West show. And that's where they have the violin player players and also a uh, I'm gonna butcher the name. The uh the traditional Japanese stringed instrument, the Shamisen. She Shamisen? Shamisen, yeah. So they have like that live show, which is fantastic, by the way. And then they have the I think it's called Afrobeat or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is Elmo, Bert, and Ernie dressed in like um, attire from Africa, and like the the entire cast, um, I believe, is from Africa yeah, or yeah. something like that. And like, it's just a really good show. And there's just yeah, there's just so much of that going on at Universal. At at Disney Sea, we used to have um, they would bring over the the, the Cuban band and a Mexican mariachi band and they would also bring over um they had people in cape cod 
who would also play like live music and they would just walk around. I love live music atmosphere. And mm-hmm. it, just, oh, it just adds, it, it adds, adds so, so much. So much. Like, and you think, oh, you know, when it, it's, it adds so much to your experience. And I love it. I love that they're doing that. There you go. Um, we should probably end this here. Okay, we did, we <laughs> We've did. already gone. <laughs> yeah, we, we could go on about this forever. So, yeah, standby pass. Uh, we'll keep you informed about it. Uh, we'll have stuff up, up on the website as well. So, make sure you go and check that out. Before we go, though, we have to thank some wonderful explorers who are supporting us on the show here over at patreon.com slash TDR now. And I'll start because every time you and I switch, Patricia, we just mess everything up. Yes, it should never <laughs> but, be done. So big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mom Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Emily, Baker, and Kevin. And thank you. Come on, flip over. Okay, and a thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, Michael, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, Eli, and I'm going to say Skenecta, Dana. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. There we go. So make sure you rate, review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. And remember, we're also on Spotify, too. So make sure you listen to us over on Spotify. If you have any questions or suggestions for us, send them to us either on social media at tdrxport.com or at DreamSweetsLove on Twitter. Or you can send them directly to us, contact at tdrxport.com. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one that is, I don't know. (laughs) You know what we get? I got nothing. Chris, okay. We are both going to be the ones, you know, that get that popcorn that you pop (laughs) over the stove and it like expands. And we are going to watch and we can, we can touch base next week with what we saw, but we're going to watch old TDR shows on YouTube. <gasps> Cha-cha! I love it. Let's do that, Let's do and then it. we'll talk about it next week. And yeah, we can okay. eat popcorn. I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. I'm all about that. Let's do that. Let's do it. We're, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We'll talk about. I don't know. Let's. Let's think of a show and we'll talk about it. Like one or two shows and we'll talk about it next episode. We'll just talk about that. Oh, That's all we'll do. Oh, and if you're listening and you want to join us, like shout out to us on Twitter. And tell us what you, what shows you're watching and what kind of popcorn you're eating as well. Perfect. All right, Explorers. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.